we got uh, uh, a better world tomorrow, chiropractic. Uh, to, the idea is pediatrics. And when does pediatrics start? Moment of conception. I always think it's interesting. People say when they have uh, children, the mother will say, I, I go for prenatal care. I say, oh, then you go to a chiropractor, huh? No. I said, how could you get prenatal care if you didn't go to a chiropractor? <laughs> well, we, we go to this obstetrician, and they, they weigh me, and they check my blood pressure. I said, and then what do they do? They, they, they yell at me for gaining weight, and then they send me home, and they have me come back. I says, that's prenatal care? That sounds like Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that can get prenatal care is a chiropractor. He's the only one who can be checking the nervous system so there's a development that's taking place because whatever happens in her uterine is happening to that baby. And so when you're checking the mother, that's prenatal care. Anyways, uh, next up is Dr. Rubin. Uh, who teaches uh, pediatrics here at Life? And uh, it was interesting because when we started this program about uh, six or seven years ago, uh, Doctor, you can come on. He uh, he was coming to the programs, and I kept contacting. He says, "I'm on the road. I'm on the road. I'm on the road." Because he's out teaching pediatrics all the time. Uh, and so uh, this last time, I th I didn't even contact him anymore, and I just had a feeling. I said, oh, "What the hell? I'm just, I'm just going to contact him see if he can come to this one." And uh, I, I sent a, a text to him, and within 30 minutes I get there, he said, I'm at the airport right now heading home and I'm free that weekend. He's coming back for another pediatric program or something. So anyway, so without further ado, Dr. Rubin. So my wife and I, we hike a lot. And uh, we just love what we see in nature and feeling in nature. What am I holding in my hands? An acorn. Yeah. So if I want this acorn to grow, right, we're talking about chiropractic future, right? If I wanted this acorn to grow and I leave it right over here, is that acorn going to grow? No. Well, but I, I took the acorn and I put it somewhere, right? Why isn't it growing? I have an idea. Maybe what we need to do to make the acorn grow is I need to like, like pound on it. Like I should take a hammer and I should break it, right? And if I broke the acorn on the, if I looked at the acorn on the inside, would I see a little tree? Would I see like this miniature tree? Have you ever broken an acorn? Have you ever actually looked at an inside an acorn, right? You, do you see a miniature tree? You see like a small itty bitty version of a tree? No. What do you see? You see like dust. Have you ever thought about that? How amazing that is that inside this acorn is this like, you open it up and you just, some dust will fall out. But if you put the acorn in the ground, right, and you water it and you fertilize it and you give it some sunlight, what happens? It's gonna grow. Isn't that amazing? What you guys are doing right now at Life University, this is your acorn. But if you graduate and you do nothing, and you leave that acorn right there, then don't expect anything to grow. Right? You, when you guys graduate, you, your goal is not just to get out of the school. Your goal isn't just to 
say, let me just get my license and pass national boards and OSCEs and all the crazy tests that you're going to have to take, right? That's part of your goal. That's how you get there, right? But the goal is once you graduate, you got to put this in the ground, and then you got to water it, and you got to fertilize it, right? And you got to get some sunlight, and that's what Gum in the Chucks is. Like, I've had the privilege of listening to Chuck Ribley since my first DE in 1993, right? You, some of you guys probably weren't even born then. <laughs> and, and he has been pouring his good love and his wisdom and his innate and his philosophy into me for 30-something years. And that's how come I feel like the acorn has grown to the acorn, to the huge tree that has become over the years because of listening to people like you and Dr. Sid and Dr. Santo and Dr. Satili and Dr. Sigafus and all these greats that have come before us but when you plant those, those trees, uh, those acorns, then you end up with these gorgeous leaves, right? So you walk around and you see this beautiful leaf, and even though it might have been on the ground at the moment, uh, but you see these beautiful leaves, how did that come from this? And is it amazing to really think about not only did this come from this, next year it'll come again, and again and again for I don't know how many years it's going to do that, right? Isn't that cool? And don't we think, don't you think this is what we need to explain to our patients? This is what innate is, right? This is universal intelligence. Universal intelligence in action is sitting right here in this acorn. That, that right here in this acorn is a hundred foot tree. How is that possible? Have you ever thought about that? How is that I, where is the 100-foot tree in this little quarter-inch acorn that weighs maybe an ounce or two? And will, if, if I plant it, and it'll, I know this is not the same leaf that comes out of this, but... <laughs> Listen, I, okay, to be honest, I took plant morphology when I was at, in, in at SUNY Albany in New York. It was the worst science class I took of all the science classes. I was a biology major. Uh, I remember nothing. Like, not even a thing. So I know that they probably said, like, out of this acorn comes a certain kind of tree. Maybe it's an oak tree or something. I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. That's just right. Okay, I remember one thing. Yes. Yes. But anyway, isn't it cool that this is going to create, like, I don't know how many leaves are on a tree. I haven't really ever looked into that. I'm sure it's on Google somewhere. Siri, how many leaves are on a tree? <clears throat> if you, let's just say it's 10,000 just to make a number. 10,000 leaves every single year for 150 years. Wow. This is what we need to tell our patients, right? When our, especially when our kids, our kids come in, because I, I have a, a, a mostly pediatric and prenatal practice. When the kids come in and we, they, like, they say, look, doctor, they're always showing me boo-boos. For whatever reason, kids are very fond of showing me their boo-boos and their band-aids and this kind of stuff. <laughs> and I always tell them, do you know how this is gonna heal? This is going to heal all by itself because the food that you eat is going to make all kinds of cells that are going to sew that thing up and you don't got to do a thing. Isn't that cool? I always tell them. You're like, yeah. And I want us to think about that. Like how wild is that? That we all had probably had dinner before we came here or maybe you guys are eating some chips or you got some pizza in a little bit. And tomorrow that pizza and those chips and the cheese and crackers that you're eating is going to turn into hair and skin and heart and brain. How does that happen? Where does that come from? 
Isn't that amazing? Right? It always blows me away. How does this stomach know? When it goes in there and it digests and it puts all different enzymes in, and how does it know? Well, the brain needs this, and the heart needs this, and the liver needs this, and the bone needs this, and if you get a cut, more of that stuff goes here than over there. How does it know? That, it, just, it blows me away. But that's why chiropractic works. Because the most clearest understanding that I have of chiropractic is that the body needs no help, just no interference. Mm -hmm. And what happens if there's interference in our system? If there's interference in our system, then the body can't work the way it's supposed to. So all the kids and all the pregnant mamas and all the children on the spectrum and all the kids with ADHD, they're all coming in to see us because there's something interfering with them. And my goal isn't to make a child on the spectrum because we see dozens of kids on the spectrum every single week. My goal isn't to, isn't to make them talk. You know what's, what it is? It's to make them the best kid that they can be. Because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if that adjustment, whether you use something as specific as what you're talking about, or you use Activator, or you use you use Diversify, Full Spine, SOT, Network, BGI, whatever it is. They're all beautiful techniques, and they all work. But the goal of the technique isn't, I, I don't treat the symptoms. I don't treat the pain. I don't treat anything. I don't even use the word treatment in my office. What I do is I make sure the brain and the nerve system are working the way it's supposed to. I'm a brain-based chiropractor. All those people out there that are saying, I take care of neck pain and back pain and whiplash and headaches and all those kind of things. No, they don't. Because even if someone comes in with back pain, I'm still not taking care of their back pain. I'm taking care of their brain. Now, I might be touching their spine, and by touching their spine, their nerve system will respond, and the nerve system responds, and it talks to the their brainstem, and the brainstem talks to the basal ganglia, and the basal ganglia talks to the thalamus, and the thalamus goes into prefrontal cortex, and the motor cortex says, do this, and it sends prefrontal cortex, and all this kind of, and, and then something's gonna change, but it's not me touching the spine, right? Me touching, I, that's my entry in, right? That's like the door. That's the door to let me in to their brain. So no matter what technique we're using, no matter how we are adjusting that person, all of us, all chiropractors, well, they, whether they want to admit this or not, we are all brain-based chiropractors. Now you can say, I'm, I don't believe in that and I don't do that, and that's totally fine. But if you look at MRIs, there's fMRI studies now, and I could show you all kinds of studies that show this. There's fMRI studies that show that every time you adjust that person, their brain lights up in different places. So I know what we do is really brain-based. I know what we, and even if you think about D.D. Palmer's book is probably over there, I can't see anything from here, but D.D. Palmer's book, The Chiropractor, what is the, the, on the front page of that book, it says we're founded on tone. Even D.D. Palmer in 1910 knew that we were working on the brain and nerve system. Holy cow, talk about being ahead of the times. That's unbelievable to think back in 1910 when they were still just trying to figure out all different parts of the body. This guy knew. Wow. And that's, that's the, the, the kind of stuff that excited me because of the words that Chuck used to say and has continues to say in DE and on New Beginnings and all the places that I've seen him and right here in this basement, unbelievable the philosophy of chiropractic 
Chiropractic isn't a job, right? You may be a chiropractor and you may practice chiropractic, but chiropractic is life, right? It's a life philosophy. So when we talk about being a chiropractor and we say, I'm a chiropractor, I've been a chiropractor for 33 years, my life changed by being a chiropractor. And now what I do is I'm a life changer, right? And what you guys are studying is all how to be life changers. And what you guys over here, right, we have the, the, the other section. You've, we're, we've been changing lives for years and years and years. And God, what a gift that is. Like, oh, I can't. My, my father worked for Emory Air Freight, the air freight company that <clears throat> was trying to compete with FedEx when FedEx and Emory Air Freight were like first born like 30, 40 years ago. And he hated his job. And he would come, I don't know if your parents were like this at all, but my dad would come home and he would open the, I lived in a, a little one bedroom apartment and he would open the apartment door and I was sitting on the couch doing my homework when I was in high school and he would go like, oh, I hate this job. And he'd look at me and say, Drew, please find something you love to do. Please, please, dear God, find something you love. Don't do what I did. Don't just work for the money. Don't just work for the insurance. Do something you love. Find something you love. And I'm so thankful that my mom, a few years after that, found a chiropractor because of back pain, right? So I never poo-poo back pain. If people come in to, with back pain, don't poo-poo them because they all got kids, right? They all got grandkids if they're seniors. So don't ever say, oh, no, no. come on in, you got back pain. But what I really want is the kids, right? But anyway, so my mom goes to a chiropractor <laughs> because of back pain and he says to her, uh, you know, talking about brain, nerve system, innate intelligence, this cat, and she said, wait a second, do you think you can help my son? And he's like, well, what's going on with your son? Well, he has had asthma for like the last 20 years, right? He's always having these breathing issues, he's puffing on inhalers and taking all kinds of shots and pills and stuff, you think you can help him? And, he, and th listen to the answer. It wasn't like, yeah, we're gonna cure his asthma, we're gonna treat, let's, we don't, we're gonna treat his asthma. We're gonna make his asthma go. He said, let's see what happens. Bring him in, let's see if he's got a subluxation in his spine, see if there's a miscommunication between his brain and his nerve system. That's the only way we'll, we'll know, right? So my mom calls me up and says, you gotta come see this chiropractor, and I'm a snotty 20 year old, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and she said, no, 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 you gotta see this chiropractor, I'm telling you, you just gotta, just try it, right? I mean, what? What do you got to lose? I'm going to pay for it, my mom said. I, Ma, I don't care. I don't need a chiro chiropractor. I don't even know what a chiropractor is. I'm not interested. Thanks so much. Love you. And she said, no, 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 you're going to come see us. I said, no, Mom, I'm really not. And she said, who's paying for your college? <laughs> <laughs> when do you want me there? <laughs> right? <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs> and uh, so I went to this chiropractor, and he did not give the story of the seven danger signals, right? Oh yeah, well the danger signal is you slip disc in the neck, right, and the electric, yeah, have you ever seen those things with the, the, the lightning bolt going into the neck and a lightning bolt going to the back and the seven danger signals? Do you have headaches, back pain, whiplash, neck pain? Like that's, that's, he said, maybe you have a subluxation that's going from your brain into your lungs and your brain and your lungs aren't talking the way they're supposed to and if we adjust you, let's see what happens. Let's see if your brain and your lungs can kind of talk together the way they're supposed to. And lo and behold, Within three months, I, so this is, this is June 
1984, by September of 1984, when I'm going back to my senior year of SUNY Albany, I don't have asthma anymore. And I went to, I went, thank you, and I went to my, my counselor, uh, the, the, you know, the career counselor guy, and, I, and I, before that I was pre-med, because I was a biology major, and I said, I want to change my major to pre-chiropractic. And he said, don't make a mistake like that. <laughs> he, said, he said, chiropractors are quacks, it's charlatans, it's a joke, it's not a real profession. And I said, so then explain to me why I'm breathing. I don't need my inhaler anymore. Can you explain that to me? Oh, that's just coincidence. You probably grew out of it. Yeah, so for 20 years, I got something, and suddenly, I just dropped it off, right? right? It just, it, I said, thanks. I'm never talking to you again, right? And I applied to chiropractic school, and that's why I'm here. So, it, I, and I want you to understand the beauty of what chiropractic is. Because chiropractic is going to, forgetting about all the money you're going to make, which is lovely, but that's not the point. The point, like Chuck was saying, is the service, right? I do what I do because when I see the little boy who wasn't talking, who's now talking, when I see the boy who is on Ritalin, who doesn't need Ritalin anymore, when I see the little girl who is four years old, who is not walking and not talking, and now she is. That's why I do what I do. And I didn't treat that little girl because of her lack of walking and talking. That's not what my goal was. My goal on the, the goal sheet wasn't to get her to walk and talk. My goal was, what can we do to get her brain and nerve system reconnected better? If there's a disconnection, we have to reconnect it. If there's a disconnection, we reconnect it. And I do this hundreds of times every single day. Disconnect, reconnect, disconnect, reconnect. And what a life you have been given an opportunity to have. And you guys are mostly early on in your educational careers. It's hard. I know I teach a 10th quarter class. My beautiful wife teaches a 9th and 8th quarter class. It's hard. I get it. I know it. I've been there. Right? I graduated from life in 89. So I know what it's about. But I want to tell you, the rewards are infinite, right? Put the work in now. Do everything you can to become that chiropractor and then live the dream. Live the dream by disconnecting the reconnected and no matter what you end up doing, whether it's pediatrics or it's sports or it's orthopedics or it's geriatrics or whatever it is, it doesn't matter because we're all doing the same thing and that's we're really restoring the life in them that had an interference and we're removing that interference and then we're allowing that seed in them to grow again. Thank you guys.